Used idols. Anyone want a used idol? Used repurposed idols. Anyone? Anyone? Oh, wow. You guys are so bright out there. Holy cow. Man. <laughs> You've got your battery charged lately, haven't you? Dang. Hey, welcome to the Sandwood Podcast. I am your host, Tom Baldwin, here in the lovely Belgrade, Montana, in my podcasting studio, which is the closet. Hey, I do have this trailer outside. Unfortunately, life has been so crazy busy, I have not been able to work on it since this spring. I'm actually, I think for my sanity, I need to get out there a little bit, and I need to work on it. I need to regroup where things are exactly at. But wouldn't it be super fun this winter sometime to have the podcast hosted out there? I mean, many of you, uh, if you found me on YouTube, there, I think there's a few sanguine uh, um podcast up there, the video, and you can see in the closet, I don't try to hide it with a green screen or anything like that. Because for one, I'd have to spend time figuring that out. And I'd much rather spend time in front of the microphone. I actually have a really hard time even like going and editing the transcripts and things like that, that help give the podcast more visibility. Just because I love being in front of the microphone. I love communicating with you and chatting with you. All three of the podcasts I do. And if you want if you're, if you're up for it, definitely on the edgy side. And some of them, are, maybe they're well over the edge. The Yup podcast, um, not a faith podcast, but really good redneck wisdom. And ladies out there, I do one specifically just for encouraging you. And we had all kinds of topics, a crazy amount of topics, but super fun podcast also. And it's just for encouraging women. Guys, you'll be like, weird. Yeah. At least that's what my friend Greg said. <laughs> Hey, welcome to today's podcast. Uh, thank you for those of you that are sharing and growing the audience out there. That is the biggest way that this podcast grows and gets visibility as you share it and we get more people tuning in, downloading episodes. Um, easy way to do that is to share the website, sanguinefaith.com. Said it before, pops up really quickly. Well, if you have a fast computer, it pops up quickly, but it usually pops up in the top three search results. So it's really easy to find, has an embedded player right there on the website and also has links to the, to the big players. I think it's a for sure Apple podcast where you can go and rate it super helpful. And some of the other ones, I think stitchers, I, I don't know all the ones that they have links to, but it's a great way to find it. And then there's a donate button. It's like, yes, say yes. Say <laughs> No mind control, no manipulation here. Just know it is so appreciated. Those of you that go through the process and you donate it, gosh, it, it's like sending Tom a warm fuzzy. And you're just like, well, I don't want to do that. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> and then there's a link to uh, my store, um, TomboBaldwin.com. That's the website. And it'll link you to the store where you can get different branded things from the podcast that I do. And Yes, they're a little expensive because the excess goes to support the podcast. So if you're a bargain hunter, just wait till somebody else buys it and it gets up at Goodwill and then you can pick it up for a nickel. I don't know that that was good advice, Tom. You you want them to buy stuff, right? Well, you know, the bottom line is I do the things that God puts a passion in my heart. Do I hope that they will generate income? Do I hope 
that Tom Baldwin and his podcast is worth the time you spend listening and the money you invest. Yes, I hope that dearly. And so every gift is appreciated, but Tom will continue to do this. Actually, I just processed the 110th episode. So we are well over two years. Well, not well, but we are over two years. So super exciting. And then lastly, a little bit of information that you might need or you may want is my email address. I'd love to hear from you. Feedback, input, prayer requests. It's 406 Big T at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Thanks for those of you who email me. So along the theme, we're going to kind of wrap up this theme. Although like what I talked about in the previous podcast is that this is like a fire in me. And so I don't know that I'm going to ever wrap it up. Matter of fact, probably just keep going deeper, but we'll, we'll hit some different subjects, but they're probably all going to circle back around to this because I think it is everything. We want God's kingdom here on this earth. And we want to see God's manifest presence, that his overruling spirit manifesting through his sons and daughter, because his DNA runs through his sons and daughter, his resurrection DNA runs through our blood and our bodies. And we share his genetic structure and we are pursuing him and we are creating atmospheres where those genes are like those switches bing, 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 are all going off. And we are like, for lack of a better word, it's like, was that Jesus? Nah, I think that was Tom Baldwin. Dang, dude, look, I could have swore that. How do you know what Jesus looks like? I just, I just felt, I mean, I just felt a real peace, man. Can doesn't that, that's you, right? That's me, That's you and me mistaken for Jesus crazy. Hey, let's go knock on that house. I hear that's where people get healed from cancer, from AIDS, from coronavirus, from strep, from flu, from influenza, from sore knee, headache, snotty nose, bad attitude, that house, those people, that block, that city, that home fellowship. So today's episode, we are going to talk about, and you may thought the title was funny, is repurposing the idols. And as you've heard, possibly, maybe if you're new, a previous episode, I've got to the point in my assessment of the big C churches, am I judging it? No, I'm assessing the investment that goes into it and the the product that is coming out. And my only assessment can be that it is not a place of Christian growth. It is not a place of growing fellowship. It is not a place of healing. It is not a place of restoration. What it is, is an idol. It is something that we have created that makes us feel comfortable when we're there. It is a place where we go once, possibly twice a week to ease our conscience and form what we consider a good habit and that we think about God. And since It's awful hard to read the Bible on our own. We get taught twice a week, even though we can't remember what we were taught. So chances are the application is next to nothing. But what we can remember is that when we went into the bathroom, it was really lovely and it smelled really fresh. And when we went into the sanctuary and the worship service, the light show was really cool. And the chairs were comfortable because they upgraded. They just had a drive where they raised another $75,000 and they like bought new chairs. It was unfortunate during that month that I lost the house, but I was really grateful that I could come in there and sit in new chairs. And they, they sponsored this program where since I lost my house, I can stay there for a couple nights since I lost my house. And so I'm really grateful for that. 
<sighs> you see, Tom is very sarcastic. But how can you look at it any different way? You've got like a business. A business either makes money or doesn't make money. And there's a time and a place where you have to decide to shut it down. And it's time because these facilities are not places of Christian growth. They are not the church. The church is people. And these places are places of idolatry. Idolatry. Yes, Tom, slow down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I love it as much as you. I love going getting quality coffee. I love the donuts that they often serve. I love that I can sit down during the whole worship service and they sing to me and they sing so loud that I don't even have to sing and they put on a good show that it helps me stay awake and so I don't fall asleep till the pastor gets up. And then sometimes it's really hard to stay awake because he's really freaking boring. Why are we spending, okay, folks, literally billions of dollars a year on these, their idols. So I've called you, I've asked you to leave. You, the embers that feel the burn in your spirit, I've called you and asked you to leave. I've asked you to start your own fellowship or participate in one that someone else is starting to back and be their support and fortify them, not just a once a week like church commitment, but you're there, you're part of it, you're bonded to them. You don't just come when it's convenient, you come because you're committed to the principle and the new reality, the new kingdom, the kingdom where God overrules. And we can grow the supernatural kingdom and we can add to it and it can become massive and strong and healthy without a building. Homes, lots of them, lots of people's homes, which are the direct provision from the hand of God to them. And as they host and extend God's hospitality and welcome in the new reality of his kingdom and lead people into this new reality of kingdom, those idols are emptied. Well, heck, let's repurpose those, right? <laughs> yeah, let's move our church into them. No, 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 no. What can they be? What What are they good for? We don't want to burn them down. There's been a lot of money. There's been a lot of investment in those. What if those became places of ministry, like a whole, what used to be a church building becomes a community center sponsored by, okay, all these people that God's pouring his wealth into, these believers, these embers of change that are part of this local small community, but there's a lot of them and God's pouring the money into them that take these facilities and maybe the big C church gives them to that because they repent of their idolatry and their need for identity through buildings and programs. And they repent of that and they give those to these embers of change. And these become places of introduction into these families, to these smaller families. And there's more and more. There's one that supports community sports. There's one that supports like feeding. Multiple ones become restaurants. They don't become churches. They just become places where the church can gather and minister to people and give that outreach that welcomes them, restores the hurting, and builds the kingdom of God, overrules injustice, a meal for the hungry on a consistent basis, 
overrules the injustice of hunger. The ability to excel and learn overrules the injustice, the uh, injustice of neglect. Can you imagine the church, which is you, never ever needs a big building ever, ever again. And I don't know, I don't believe, and I don't see in scripture that that was ever the plan. I firmly believe it was the enemy's plan because he knew that given our propensities that we would turn it into an idol and it would become a place of comfort. But when it's in the homes, it's real and it's personal. And there has to be personal responsibility. When you're part of a home fellowship, you have to learn to study the word. You just can't sit back. It's very participatory. It is the way we grow. It's the way we strengthen. It's the way that we learn to interact. And it is a way that purifies us of dysfunction. You can go today to a big C church and you can keep your dysfunction because all your interactions are superficial. Home churches usually last minimum two hours, if not four, because there's community and it's like there's a fellowship and our dysfunctions come out and they get purified because they become visible. We can hide in the idolatrous place. We can't hide when the embers of change meet together. So these idols that are left, yeah, we can repurpose them. They are our conduits of our burning desires, our desire, the love that the Father has put in us for other people, for the hurting, to ease the hurts, to bind the wounds. Oh my gosh. So repurposing the idols, yes. So I call you, it's time to be delivered from your bondage. Yeah, be delivered from your religious bondage. The act and the acts of meaningless that have no results. It's my phone. Guarantee it's, oh, it's Elizabeth. Hello. Hey. I don't think so. All right. Bye. So, yes, Tom, always making time for the fam. And what a good daughter I have. Did you hear her? She's asking if we needed anything from the grocery store. Gosh, good kids. Hey, they are worth the investment. Don't hand them over to anybody. You are the best thing your kids will ever get. All right, we better stop before Tom gets into another monologue. But hey, when you leave that bondage, you get delivered into a life of meaning and we can reuse those old idols. Yeah, they're great for something else. So don't worry about that. <laughs> hey, my friends, have a fantastic week. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.